away with me to 2 Corinthians 9, and we're going to start with verse number 6. 1 Corinthians 9, verse number 6. Renew in 2022. Today, we're going to start our new series of lessons, and we're going to talk about renew your sowing and reaping. All right? So I want to start it off with sowing and reaping. Say that with me, sowing and weeping. Sowing and reaping. All right? Listen, this lesson, these series of lessons is really going to bless you. You're going to get some insight. You're going to get some in-depth. You're going to get some revelation. And it's going to cause you to act. You won't, you won't remain the same. Your life is about to elevate. Amen. You're about to soar in the unknown. I said something there. God going to bless you with something that you have never experienced or seen in your life. So you're about to soar in the unknown. It was unbeknown to you. But that's okay. Because that's how God does it. There are certain principles in the scripture which are fundamental to our prosperity as believers. And this is one of them. It's Truth relates to much more than financial giving. In creation, God ordained a cycle of growth uh, that begins with seed and continues through fruitfulness onto further and seed production. This lesson revolutionized my life and I believe today that it is really fitted for all of us that are here we, I believe God got the right people here today to hear what needs to be said first I want to talk about since we're starting it off I want to talk about seed everybody say seed number one and I know you already have the notes on your you know on, on the app but number one, seeds are where life starts. Got it? Everything begins with a seed. Every plant, human, and animal, that's how the world goes around. Everything begins with a seed. Genesis 8 and 22. Genesis 8 and 22. It says, as long as the earth endures seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, will never cease. You will see this continuously as long as you are on this earth. Plants that produce fruit produce seed and as such are self Propagating, allowing a world that provides food for the ongoing cycle of life to continue. If the seed stops, life stops. Seeds are the source of life. Whether a seed is small, whether a seed is Unattractive. You've seen some seeds that look so pretty. You've seen some seeds like, ooh, that's an ugly seed. 
inconspicuous. No matter what the seed looked like, seed is the source of life. Now, the second thing I want you to notice is that seeds have dormant uh, potential. A seed can sit around for days, for months, for years, centuries in unused storage. But when seed, when that seed is planted in the right climate, the right condition, it will grow. It was reported in national press a few years ago that seeds had been found in an Egyptian pyramid that was thousands of years old and they were planted in the appropriate environment and grew. Robert Shuler says, any fool knows how many seeds that are in an apple, but only God knows how many apples that are in a seed. All a seed need is a nurturing environment and it will grow. That's all it needs. In fact, seeds are instruments of multiplication. Anytime you think seed, you must think multiplication. You don't ever think a seed for a seed. A seed denotes multiplicity. Multiply. That's what a seed is. One tomato has the capacity to grow more than a dozen tomato plants. And all over the church, seed is sitting waiting to be planted in the right environment. Third thing I want you to understand, and I'm just talking about the seed. I'm going to get deeper in a minute. The large start with the small. Now, I'm, excuse me, I'm just about to get happy just saying that. Say that with me. The large starts with the small. One more time. The large starts with the small. A small seed has the capacity to grow a huge tree. So people laugh at you when you're small. We don't have much. They say you ain't doing that. But they don't know that compacted inside of you is something greater. You just got to get in the right environment and you got to get in the right climate so that you can grow. If they only knew what was on the inside of you, they would shut their mouth. If they knew the potential of what, what was in you as a seed, they would not talk about that. Matter of fact, they'll come along and support you because my God, as that seed goes through the process of its potential, of making of its potential, as it goes through the process of going through what it has to go through, I mean, now it begins to break open and the best is yet to come. In this year to come, we are about to break open. 
They've been looking at you at your seed state, and you know it takes some time of maturing with some seed so that you don't see it right away. Yes, you got to plant it. Yes, you got to water it. Yes, you got to fertilize it. Yes, you got to give it some sun. Yes, you got to care for it. They even say you got to sing to some of your seeds, sing to some of your plants, and it will grow. Are y'all hearing me up in here? All you need in order to grow in this year is to have a song down in you. Hallelujah. So the largeness of it starts small. That's why the Bible said don't despise small beginnings. Hallelujah. And they wait, wait, wait. Somebody tried to judge you, but they didn't realize that you were a late bloomer. See, some play while everybody else is blooming. Hallelujah. And they done not have lost all their leaves and their flowers. And here come you come trucking up there. Now, what is happening here? They begin to just oh, rise up. And, and while everybody else is looking dead, you're a late bloomer. Now they're jealous of you or what you got. Hallelujah. But God put something down in you to not start out so fast. Because you'll understand life is not how you start out. It's how you end up. <laughs> you, you, listen, at the end of 2021, you might have started out a little sickly. But oh my God. I see your strength coming back. I see that walk coming back again. I see you getting your swagger back. Hallelujah. You're getting your smile back. You're getting your anointing back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can see all that. I can see all that. And so look at this. Uh, uh, Jesus said, it is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest seed you can plant in the ground. Yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of the, all the garden plants with such big branches that the birds of the air can perch it in its shade. I mean, it starts off small. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell everybody on your road, don't worry about me. Worry about I might have started off small. But with God. I promise you I'm going to end up big. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got a slow crowd, but you coming. I got a slow crowd, but you coming. See, God looks for a seed. Now, what is that, Bishop? That's faith. Everybody say faith. God looks for your seed. Your seed is your faith. So you just learned something right there. God looks for the seed, and your seed is your faith. If you don't have no faith, you can't show God your seed. Your seed is that you believe that God can do the impossible. Your seed is that you can believe God can do anything but fail. Your seed is that, God, I don't see how it's going to happen. It don't look good. It don't look right. But I trust you. My faith is in you that even if I don't see it, I know it's going to come to pass. Good God Almighty. 
Some of you all, you're investing for the first time or uh, investing some new things this year. you putting your seed down. You got faith that God going to lead you in the right way. At the end of this, end of this year, you're going to be smiling when other folk looking, looking, you know, a little downward. Because that's where your faith about to take you. See, the world call it a chance, but we call it faith. And so God looks for a seed which is faith. But look what? We look for a tree which is the answer. Right? So God asks us to plant a seed and believe. That's all he asks us to do. And yes, we are reluctant to plant and believe because we want answers right away. We want the, we want the answer before the seed is planted, before the thing hit the ground, before it get any water, before it get any sunlight. I want the answer now. Uh-huh. That's where we are. We want the tree right now, but we don't want no seed time. God said, if you want the answer, show me your faith. Wave at somebody on your say, I'm, I'm about to increase my faith here now. Because if you're increasing your faith, you're going to see the tree. God Almighty, I'm getting excited here. It's like the businessman who is patiently or passionately praying for an answer uh, to a uh, severe financial crisis in his business. And God gives him a seed, tithe and pay your taxes. But the, the man ignores it because he expects a tree and not a seed. He expects a large check from a generous benefactor. But God tells him to obey clear spiritual principles. So we got it wrong. We look for the tree instead of reproducing or producing faith. Our faith is assurance and reassurance that the tree will come. If I got the faith, mother, I don't have to worry about my tree because my faith says the tree is already there. Yeah, you say, yeah, uh-huh. I'm moving up a little bit. I got the golf clap, but it's going to be all right. <laughs> March 4 and 26 says, this is what the kingdom of God is like. I love the Bible. How many word lovers we got here? Yeah. A man scatters seed on the ground night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up. The seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. See, God going to be blessing you while you're sleeping. Yeah. Glory to God. See, see, while you sleeping, multiplication is about to happen in your life. While you sitting there, God said, uh-huh, I'm just blessing them left and right. Ooh, when they get up in the morning, uh, uh, multiplication. Look down your and say, it may not be for you, but it is for me. While I'm sleeping, I'm expecting God to come through for me. Wait, let me, okay, 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 I'm getting too happy. Me, here, huh? He don't even know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain. First the stalk, then the head, uh, then the full kernel in the head. And as soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it because the harvest has come. You see that? That principle that if we sow, the tree is sure to come. Then number four, this is what I want you to know. God starts with a seed. Say that with me. God starts 
with a seed. I want you to understand that principle because God planted and prophesied the coming of his kingdom for centuries. He predicted the coming of a mighty Messiah throughout Israel's history. And yet, when he started his kingdom, how did he do it? With one seed in a woman. And most people miss it because they expect a tree and not a seed. Look at uh, Matthew 1 and 20 says, And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to make, take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. There's a seed in her, and it comes from the Holy Spirit. All right, are you still there in 2 Corinthians 9? Let's get right to the scripture, what I told you. All right. It says, but this I say, he which soweth sparingly, uh-oh, shall reap also how? Sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also how? So, uh-huh. Every man according as he has, he, he purposes in his heart. So let him give, not grudgingly, not of, of necessity. For God loveth what? A cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace. Ooh, I like this. All grace abound toward you. I'm talking to you today. That you, that ye always, y'all see this? Always have all sufficiency in all things. May abound to every good work. He talking to us. As it's written, he hath dispersed abroad. He hath given to the poor. His righteousness remain forever. Now he that ministered to the sower both minister bread for your food. God the one to get a seed and multiply your seed sown. And he didn't multiply. Increase the fruit of your righteousness. That's God. Being enriched in everything to all bountifulness. That's God. Which causes, causes through us thanksgiving to God. For the administration of this service not only supplies the want of the saints, but is abundant also by giving thanksgiving unto God. While it's by the experiment of the, this ministration, they glorify God for your profession subjection unto the gospel of Christ and for your liberal distribution unto them and unto all men. Look what verse 14 says. And by their prayer for you, which long after you for the exceeding grace of God in you, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. God bless you so much you can't even speak on it. You can't even describe it. Thanks be unto God for the unspeakable gift. It is so great to, you try, you can't even explain. You just say, I just give God thanks. You're trying to describe the thing, but you say, I, I don't know what to tell you. It was just all God, sis. It was just all God, man. I, I can't tell you nothing. It was just all God. I can't even speak on it. That's how you're going to be this year. You ain't going to be able to speak on it. Hallelujah. So let's, 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 let's talk, let's talk, let's talk. All right? So God has given us what? Seed. We see that in uh, chapter 9, verse 10. So where are we sowing? If God has given us the seed, where are we sowing? If God has given us seed, what are we sowing? Because in verse 10 there, we see that God is the one that gave us seed. Not only that, but in that same verse 10, God increases the seed. The more you use, the more he gives. 
So in other words, don't be conservative. There's plenty. There's plenty. When you give out in the right attitude and the right spirit, there's plenty. Don't feel like God's not going to give you no more. He's the one that increases the seed. He enlarges. And then number three is he enlarged the harvest. Out of that same verse 10, the more you sow, the more he grows. So let me see if I got that right. He gives the seed. He increases the seed. And then he enlarges the heart. You can't go wrong with God. That's a win-win-win. He gives you the seed. He increases the seed. And he enlarges the heart. That's win-win-win. So everything that grows has many more seeds. The enlarged harvest enable greater generosity. So having considered seed, let's now consider sowing and reaping. All right? So I want to concentrate on three truths about sowing and reaping and then three areas of sowing and reaping. All right? Look there with me in Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Be not deceived, God is not marked, for whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap what? Life everlasting. And let us not be weary in what? Well doing. For in you shall what? If you. Thank you. You're with me. And as we have therefore, everybody shout this word together, opportunity. Yeah. As we have the opportunity. All of us have the opportunity. Let us do good unto all men. Watch this. Especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Everybody that's sowing in this household of faith has privileges. He says, show them a special love, give them special favor, those who are of the household of faith, because they are sowers. I gave them the seed, they sow the seed, I increased the seed, they sow the seed, I enlarged their harvest, and they still give, they're still generous, show special favor to them. Now, don't you get mad at somebody in here getting special favor when you don't sow no seed? Because I reap what I sow. I sold nothing this year to the house of God, so I don't need to look for no special favors. Well, I knew I wouldn't get but one or two claps on that. Most folk don't want to sow nothing, but they want to come in here and say, can y'all help me with this? Can y'all help me with that? Can y'all help me with my rent? Can you help me with my house note? Can you help me with my margin? Can you help me with my car? Can you help me with my, I need some pampers. I need some, I, I need this, I need that. Hey, you ain't sold nothing. Now, I know y'all didn't like that when I said that, but I just read that. He said, have a special love for the household of faith. Membership has its privileges. When you are a faithful member, not just by word, not just by writing your name down, not by receiving a certificate, but by your deeds. 
man, that's a shame. They, they knew she was in need, but she done been, with, been here 50, 11 times. And on that 50, 12th time, we said no. Because we tried to help you out, tried to give you a plan, but you didn't want to work your plan. So now we got to give you tough love. You start working a plan, then we'll work with you. Is that fair? Hallelujah. Because you know why? If you don't do that, you become an enabler. People who don't want to do right, you're still trying to help them. Even your children, you become an enabler. I know you don't want to hear this part right here. Read my June bug ain't got right because you're still doing for him. Read my little see Alice, she ain't, yeah, you know what I'm saying. See Melanda, whatever y'all be calling each other. See Melanda, hallelujah. And, and, and you know, and, and she, and, 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 and she, uh, she know. She ain't got to do nothing but ask. And you're not helping her at all. You becoming an enabler. You know the girl is on drugs. You got to learn how to have tough love. Even if I got to cry when I leave the scene, I got tears in my eyes, I got to say no. Do you know there's a ministry of no? Some of y'all need to learn that ministry in your own house. Let's practice today. Let's practice. Let's practice why we're here. Say no. All right. Say it one more time. No. Say it again. I said no. Now, was that hard? I know that's easy for some of y'all. Say, Pastor, I got that ministry down pat right there. That's my ministry. Right? I, I've been called to say no. <laughs> I've been called to say no. <laughs> you don't say yes to nothing. <laughs> All right, let me get back in the script. Let me, let me, okay. So, where about that? Let me, let me finish reading this Galatians. All right? So, uh, Said so we got the opportunity. We got to have a special, specially in, unto them who are of the household of faith, right? So truth number one, y'all ready? Reaping is conditional to sowing. Write that down. Simply put, if you do not sow, you will not reap. A man reap what he sowed. So it is conditional to sow. Don't be looking for nothing if you ain't sowing nothing. I've been doing this thing for 37 years, preaching that is. And you know, you know, I've always been looking for something that ain't so nothing. You know, I've been a member of this church for seven and a half years. And it's a shame. I asked for one little thing and they act like they hesitant. No, 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 no. Check the books. Baby, you've been here for seven and a half years. But you only gave $2 the first year you were here. You only got $2 the first year. You I know I gave more. Than that. that don't reflect the, the books. Now you want your $2 back? I got that in my pocket. You want that right now? 
I'll give you $20 for, for quit, making all this fuss up here. Go on about your business. Now, see, some people didn't like what I just said, but what did I just, what did I just read? The Bible said a man reaps what he sows. If you do not sow, you will, okay, all right, let's see. We know this. Nothing from nothing, but you got to have, if you want to. You can't have, you can't, uh, you, you can't, you can't be with us. You, you, you here, but you're on the other side of here. That's a song, you know what I'm saying. Y'all know that song, right? So if you sow nothing, you reap nothing is what I'm trying to tell you. I know I tried to make a little humor out of it. But, but, but you, when you sow nothing, you reap nothing. That's a principle. All right, put it another way. If your Christian life is not productive, you are not using it properly. Your life should be productive. You may come in here with nothing, but I declare you're going to leave out of here with something. That relates to all aspects of faith. That's all it's about. It's about faith. Prosperity comes through wise investment. Ooh, write that down. Say that with me. Prosperity comes through wise investment. Now, how do Bishop know that? The Bible. Well, I ain't never seen it, Bishop. I'm finna show it to you. Proverbs 11 and 25. A generous man will what? Prosper. Are y'all looking at it? He who refreshes others, look at him, will himself be re You ain't never helped nobody else but yourself. Bunch of you stingy folk don't want to refresh nobody else. Uh-oh, it's getting quiet. Now I done hit a nerve right there. You thrifty people. You don't want to refresh nobody. A refresh, a person that will refresh others, he himself or she himself will be refreshed. And a generous person will always have. A person is always sowing seed will always have something. You know, you look at First Lady and how blessed she is and everything else because she's always generous. She's always sowing. And she learned it from me. And guess what? And she took it and started beating me. She was asking, well, but you want to give, I, but we were just we were real young back then, back then. You know, we got married real young. I was 20, she was 18. And we go to church, you know, everyone against you, don't. <laughs> so I'd be, I'd be like, <laughs> but now, she said, babe, I'm get this. Like, hey, hold up. I started scratching my head. I said, what? What do you? You sure that God told you to do it? <laughs> I thought girl, but I'd love to give. I'd be like, wait, hold up. 
Hallelujah. But that's why she's so blessed. Now you got to understand now she grew up on dudes. She didn't know what tide was. You know, they church, they gave dudes. How many of y'all grew up on the dude system? Mm -hmm. That ain't even in the Bible. But you faithfully gave them dudes, didn't you? Now you, you, you done read tithe in the Bible, now you done went reversed. You sure that that's still in the New Testament? Now you want to play the nut roll now. God done revealed it to you how you can be blessed. Now you want to reverse it. <laughs> so Proverbs 11 and 25, a generous man will prosper. He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. I'm always refreshed. Hallelujah. And I'm going to always be refreshed. How many of you can make that statement? Come on, say it with me. I'm going to always be refreshed. So giving is both a blessing to those who receive and those who give. Ooh, I like that. Both of us get blessed. Right? In a world where personal conservation is more important than Helping others, giving is a dying virtue that needs resurrection. And there's some of you in here, you are just so generous in your giving. You don't want to just give to the church. You give to other people. You give to other, you know, organizations. You give, I mean, you just give, give, give. Because that is your nature. Now you understand, you, you don't always be, you, you, you never be at a place where you're not, you know, uh, 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 don't have anything. Because a generous man always is blessed. Sometimes you just got to ask God, God, deliver me from stinginess. Deliver me from being so tight. You can squeeze the pen and wake up Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> My mama say he's so tight, you squeak when he walk. <laughs> they have some sayings, don't they? So truth number two, reaping is proportional to sowing. Say that with me. Reaping is proportional to sowing. So that means the more you sow, the more you will reap. That's exactly what that means. 2 Corinthians 9 and 6. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whosoever sow generously will also reap generously. You know, some people spend more time mourning about what they don't get out of church of their life than looking at how much they are putting in. When you put in, that's what you need to be looking at. You know, my, when I grew up in church, my parents said, if you don't put nothing in, you don't get nothing out. Yeah, how many of y'all remember the old church folks used to tell you, you don't put nothing in, you, know, you look at you halfway singing that song, put something in it, son. That's why the song ain't going right. You ain't putting nothing in it. Amen? Isn't that what they tell you? You got to put something in it. In other words, you got to give it all you got. Hallelujah to God. And so uh, Luke 6 and 38 tells us, Given it shall be given unto you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you meet, it will be measured to you. And by the way, this context, the context of these verses is forgiveness. It's forgiveness. So the biggest bank account 
are those that receive regular credits and not continual debts. They also inherit greater interest. So the same principle applies to the spiritual. It applies to the spiritual. Truth number three. You ready? Reaping is consequential to sowing. So this means that you will reap the fruit of what you sow. The one who sows to please his sinful nature, we just read this, from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. So we, we need to learn a caution. In regard to what we sow in our lives because it will produce fruit, good or bad. Right? So the choice I make in my life will affect, will have effect, good or bad. So I cannot always blame somebody else if I have sown bad seeds in my life. People come to church and be mad with you because God blessing you, but they've sown bad seeds. Consequences of your sowing. And what you mean by bad seed, Bishop? You know what bad seed is? It's something that God does not want. God don't want your leftovers. He wants the first and the prime seed. Are you following me? Let me give you scripture because you're looking funny. Under the mask, you're looking funny. Proverbs 2 and 8, look what it says. He who sows wickedness reaps trouble. You sow the bad seed, now you get in trouble back for it. Now you mad at everybody else. No, don't look at everybody else. Look at the seed you sow. You're very welcome. So Job 4 and 8, look what it says. Those who plow evil and those who sow trouble reap it. so trouble that's what you're getting back nobody knows the trouble I see I just don't know what's going on you got bad seed you're not sowing right you give left on seed you don't give the proper seed you try to trick God try to undermine God try to dodge God and expect God to just open up the warehouse when it come to you. Man, I can hear all those amens. Don't y'all hear them? So we must consider the words we sow. The thoughts we sow. The actions we sow. You got to consider... The words you sow when you're speaking to people. Got to consider what you're thinking about, folk. Consider the actions you sow. You know you weren't supposed to do that. I know I ain't supposed to do it, but I just feel good about it. No! And some folk, they don't worry about what God thinks longer. Hey, it's feeling good in my flesh, so I'm going to do it. If loving you is wrong, I don't be right. 
Yeah, that's wrong. That's somebody else's wife. That's somebody else's husband. And that's wrong. I got the hush ministry on me today. So Hosea 10 and 12, Lewis say, Sow for yourself righteousness, reap the fruit of unfailing love. Good God Almighty. All my married folk need to know that scripture. Reap the fruit of unfailing love. My love should never fail me when I put that love on first lady. As I sow into her life of righteousness, do the right thing by her. You understand? Not trying to undermine it and concoct it, going somewhere, tipping over here, slipping over there. No, I sow righteousness unto her and I'm going to reap her unfailing love. God, you got to help me through this one today. So Romans 6 and 22 said, but, but now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life. Do y'all see that? So my sowing has got to be If there's no seed time, there will be no harvest. But the Bible told us in Genesis, as long as the earth remains, there will be seed time. In other words, there's time to sow seed. There's a time to sow. And God knows if I sow, I'm going to reap a harvest. Some should start this week when you go to your job. You should so be in on time. You should so not cheating on your job. Cheating time. You put in different time than what you come in. I know I'm in trouble. I know I'm in trouble. You should sow a, a, a response of love even though you know somebody hates you. I'm not going to take some of your hate seeds and start planting them for me. No, I'm a, you keep your hate seeds. I'm only going to plant love. So when love come up, that's all, that'll be all that I have to give you. I ain't got nothing else to give because I ain't planting no hate. All I planted was love. So the seeds of love are going to come up concerning you. All life is is about seed. Ladies and gentlemen, get this in your mind, in your heart, that you got to sow better. I don't like the way my wife talked to me. Well, you need to sow, high, sow talking good to her. Because if you keep sowing that, she's got to change. You keep sowing to him, he's got to change. Don't get mad and start sowing bad seed. If you get mad at something about me, don't get mad and start sowing bad seed. Uh, I ain't doing nothing. I know they always want but to volunteer to do this and do that. I ain't doing nothing. No, don't you get in trouble with God fooling with me. If you know that you are a server and you always like to help other people, don't get mad at me and allow me to cause you to miss your blessing from being a good servant. You 
don't go ahead and you sow because that's in you to do it. Can you say amen? I'm looking right now. Listen, you don't understand. You might not see what I see, but what I see here today, and I know you said, well, you know, it ain't, it ain't like you know it normally be, but that's okay. I see a, a field full, a, a harvest, a field full of a fruit in this place. Now, how can I see that? I know all of you all are in here are potential seed sower. Why? Because God said I give seed to the sower. And every time I need to sow, God will give me a seed. When I need to sow for this, sow for you, sow for him, sow for them, God will give me a seed. And when God give me a seed, I can't let it rest until I sow that seed. Because I don't know how much is in that seed. I may know I got one seed in my hand, but I don't know how much is in that seed. So I sow that seed and where I get back is a harvest God Almighty anybody here need a harvest this morning anybody here know that God is a God that would do what he say he will do all I got to do is get the seed in the ground and I know that God is going to cause me to reap as I sow reap more than I sow reap when I sow can you say amen Man, let me tell you something. This thing is going to bless your life over and over again. I want you to look at your life and look at your home like soil. My wife is soil. My home is soil. This year, I'm going to plant seeds in her. I'm going to plant seed in my daughter. I'm going to plant seed in my granddaughter. I'm a grandsons. I'm going to plant seed. Yeah, I got a granddaughter. Plant seeds in my son, my son-in-law. Listen, I'm going to plant seeds of love and kindness and encouragement. Because all these things that I plant in them, it's going to come back to me this year. I'm going to plant seed in my church. I'm going to volunteer whatever I can do. If I could be in this area, I'm going to volunteer for that. I'm going to sow seeds in my church. Because everybody can sow something. If it's nothing more than being a greeter on the door, if it's no more than being a parking lot attendant or whatever you think, that's, you know, whatever, pray, singing on the praise team, I got to sow seed of my life into this ministry. You know what? And sowing seed don't always feel good. I know some of y'all, y'all volunteer and do things sometimes you really don't want to do, but you know, you know you need to do something. I, you know, I'm, really, I'm not really feeling, but you know what? I, I understand. I need to sow. So then you adjust your attitude and say, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do this. Hallelujah. You've, let, me, let me close. Let me close. Let me close. Oh, I feel God all in this place. Man, I'll tell you what, I feel like sowing more than I ever have before. This thing hit me like a ton. When I was doing the lesson, I mean, I said, God, you know what? I need to do more. I need to do more. I know, I know for a fact that in this church, First Lady and I are some of the big, biggest seed sowers in the church. I know that for a fact. And there's a lot of, many more of you that are great seed sowers. Amen. Man, I look at the Warrens. This is just their time. They're just on my heart. Now, I ain't, ain't worried about me. You, I'll get you later. <laughs> I'll get you later. But, but, but I'm just using them as an example. 
just, they don't really make a lot of fuss about nothing. But you know their presence. Amen. Amen. Uh, let me close with this. What, y'all come on. What are you sowing now in this church that the next generation will experience the fruit of? Because when you sow seed, the ones that come after you experience the reaping of your sowing. Will this ministry or this church, like others, will close up because we fail to sow for the next generation? When you see a church close down, businesses close, that's because they didn't sow for the people that's coming after them. See, we think sowing, ah, they won't say, hey, I'm trying to do this. No, 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 no. This is for the people that's coming after us. So what is it that you are giving to God that's going to benefit people after you? I can hear you thinking. I can hear you thinking. I'm closing. So what am I sowing in my unsaved friends that will lead them to salvation's fruit? Are you sowing to somebody that's not saved? Are you sowing the word in their life so they can experience salvation's fruit? Because you're always sowing or reaping. Life is a bunch of sowing and reaping. The Bible says you sowed the wind, but you reaped the whirlwind. <laughs> Remember now what Robert Shuler said. Any fool knows how to. How many seeds are in an apple? I just ate an apple this morning. But only God knows how many apples there are in a seed. My last question for you today. You done had enough. I can't, you know, you done had enough. You couldn't really shout like you wanted to. Thank you that you got caught up in the worship. What seed in your life remains unplanted? And what will you do with it? That's my final question for you. What seed remain in your life? You're just sitting on it. Sitting on the seed. And you know it's a seed in you. Would anybody experience the harvest from what you got in you? You're just sitting on the seed. What you going to do with it? You going to die with the seed? It's never for us to die with seed in us. When you look at the graveyard, a lot of those people that are out there died with vision in them. 
died without maximizing and fulfilling their life and sharing what they have with somebody. What is it that God has put in you as a form of a seed and it's not planted yet? And you're going to die with that seed in you. An unplanted seed. Unplanted seed. I know people have misused and abused the teaching of seed and sowing and talking about prosperity, gospel, and all that other stuff. But today I gave you the proper meaning of what a seed is. It's not just related to financial. That's part of it. But I'm telling you, there's more to you than you allow others to experience. There's more to you. Now it's time this year here it is, to come out of your shell so that you can reproduce more seed that have shells. Listen to me. There are others that are waiting on us to come out so that they can come out. If I never sow this seed and it comes out of the ground and reproduce other fruit, that was like me that went down in the ground, then they can't reach their full potential by going in the ground as well and sprouting out. So what am I saying? There are others that are waiting on us to fulfill the potential that God has in us. But we will not release the seed or not plant the seed. You should be further up the road by now. But you got unplanted seeds in you that you refuse to release in order for others to come behind you and be blessed. You can't do that being selfish. You got to become unselfish in order for that to happen, ladies and gentlemen. You got to become unselfish. Now, all due respect, I'm not belittling this, but let's put our titles aside. Let's put our titles aside. Take your little crown off, sit it on the side. Right? Take your little badge off. I'm the head usher. Take that off for a minute. Take all that stuff off. Take all that stuff, you know. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm the head of the youth department. Take all that off. Take all that off. Take all that off. Take all that off. And say, God, I come before you with nothing setting before you. I'll put nothing above you. But I need you to work on me so I won't have any unplanted seeds in me. Let me be free to give and freely will be given to me. I want to be free. No yokes, no bondages. If the Holy Spirit move on me to do something, I want to be in a place where I can do it. Don't be in a place where I was looking at the first lady say, and I say, mm -mm. no, I want to be able to say, and I am there now, when she say, oh yeah, go ahead. That's where you want to be. That's where you want to be. You want to be at that place when the Lord speaks. That I can release the seed in me. 
to do what he calls me to do. Now, when, when God moves you on you to do that, other folk might not understand why you do what you do. But you, you don't have to answer to them. You only answer to God. And God will reward you in due season. In due season. And then when you see them again, say, you remember that seed that I planted that you was worried about? Look at this harvest over here. That's what that was all about. That's what that was all about. Everybody standing.